With all the talk about reopening schools and returning to work during the pandemic, you might be thinking about getting tested yourself for COVID-19. And earlier this month, WBEZ asked you to send us your stories and your questions about coronavirus testing around the Chicago region. And we shared your experiences and concerns with some experts. And today we have some answers. Here's WBEZ's Kristen Schorsch. Meet Grant Smith. He's 30 years old, lives in Uptown on the north side, He rides a vintage twin bike. He doesn't have a car. That's important to keep in mind as I take you on Grant's journey to get tested for COVID-19. I rode 10 miles that day just trying to find a test. And, you know, I'm I'm lucky that I wasn't sicker because I can't imagine trying to do that with a, a more severe disease. Let's back up a little bit. Grant had mild symptoms, but they wouldn't go away. A cough, sharp pain in his lungs and chest... His doctor recommended he get tested at a center in the West Loop, a far ride from Grant's neighborhood, considering he was sick. But he didn't want to expose people on public transit or take an Uber. So he started looking at a map to find closer testing centers. I'm striking out trying to find a test and a test that will get results quickly. So he takes the next day off work. He gets on his Schwinn and rides to a testing center close to his place. He gets in line. The line was about a dozen people or so. And he waits for about 10 minutes until Grant realizes the line is a lot longer than he thought. It wrapped around into the alley, um, which I didn't see. And I'm like, oh, great. Then he hears the center is running out of testing supplies anyway. So Grant finds a quiet place in the alley and he pulls out his phone. He searches for more testing centers, finds one, hops on his bike and finally gets a test. It took nine days to find out he tested negative for COVID-19. So after all of this, Grant has some questions about COVID-19 testing. First, how accurate can our daily case counts be if there's such a delay in testing? And what does it mean for our positivity rate if a lot of people are foregoing testing because it's so hard to get a test and because it is so inconvenient? So I went out to get Grant some answers. Hi, I'm Sadia Khan. I work at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. Khan is a cardiovascular epidemiologist. And because we're in a pandemic, I interviewed her outside on her deck, socially distanced, with all these lovely birds chirping in the background. That's where I asked her Grant's questions about testing obstacles and delayed results. I think it's a sad reality that we're still not where we need to be for testing. The second part of the question in terms of what it means for our positivity rate or our cases rate is what he's getting at. We are not capturing nearly the majority of people who have cases. In fact, Khan says the true number of COVID-19 cases out there could be 10 to 25 times more than what's being reported. That could be because of experiences like Grant's. It's hard to get a test. I stayed for that lovely bird sound, but also for Dr. Khan to answer a few more questions from WBEZ listeners. Kelsey Clyton of Oak Park says she had a family member test positive for the virus, but then later... Maybe two months after their positive test for COVID, um, they took an antibody test and tested negative for antibodies. Antibodies help fight off infections like COVID-19. So Kelsey wonders how her relative could have had COVID but not have the antibodies. So what could have happened? I think it's too early to tell with the antibody test how good of a test it is and whether or not it's accurate. 
So one scenario is that it was just a false negative result. The other possibility is that we are realizing that some people may not have mounted an antibody response or an adequate response to be detected by the test, but they did still have COVID. And the third is that it's possible that one of the other tests was wrong. So maybe they did not have COVID. That seems less likely though. So we've been getting a lot of questions on testing. And so I wanted to go over some of those questions with you. Sounds like a plan. Okay, sounds good. Here's one that kind of sums up what I think a lot of people are asking. Do you need a car for drive-through testing? Can you walk up or bike up? Some centers will let you walk up or bike up and some centers won't. Calling ahead and finding out is the best way to know. Okay, are there places you can get tested if you have no symptoms? Again, it's kind of confusing, but some places will test anybody who walks in, no questions asked, no symptoms needed, and it's a good way to get tested if you think you've been exposed or are going to see somebody who may be vulnerable. I'm worried that self-administered testing isn't as accurate compared to if a professional takes a sample. Are there any discrepancies in test results? It's not clear yet, but we do know that getting an adequate sample is important to getting an ac accurate test result. So it's hard to know if somebody doing them by himself, as long as they're being coached appropriately, it should be the same. Okay. What are the fastest ways to get tested? Why haven't so many people received results after weeks? Yeah, I think the fastest way to getting a test is to call your primary care doctor or look on the Illinois Department of Public Health to see which site is open. Why is it taking so long? It's a matter of having the right resources to get the results. And so we're getting backlogged. Okay. Is testing really free in some places? I thought it was, but you have to pay for an appointment beforehand in some cases. Some are doing free testing where they're not taking any payment up ahead and some may be taking payment, but it should be covered by health insurances. And so you should not be charged for the test. We got a lot more questions from you about COVID-19 testing. You can get all of Dr. Khan's answers at WBEZ.org. I'm Kristen Schorsch with WBEZ News.